What's up everyone? This is Extra Settings, a podcast about video games told by people who don't know a thing about video games. My name's Anthony. With me is my good friend Rick from about 10 minutes away from my house. Hey Rick. Hey man, I'm outside. Outside of my house. Fantastic. <laughs> um, and joining us all the way from sunny, beautiful Los Angeles, California is Brandon Sargent. Nah, this place isn't beautiful. It's fucking hot. Every day of my life is hot. Every day is filled with oppressive heat, and I can't stand it. It's been 120 degrees the last two weeks. Holy you know fuck. what that's like? You know what that's like? It's terrible. Well, whose fault is that? I don't know. Do you, uh, yeah. do you, do you litter? No, I don't. Do you I, litter? I, well, I it could have been his fault. I won't litter. No, I won't. Doc says I'm gonna have a litter. A litter of kids. Huh? Oh, the doc. I thought you thought you meant Doc from no our local the doc game the doctor. Yeah, the, doc. no, the, the doctor told me he right. he told me that I have wide hips, and I'm gonna have a litter. <laughs> you have good birthing hips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, wide birth. This is about video games. We're talking about video games, specifically news about video games. What do we got, fellas? <laughs> what do you, what do you oh, got? Oh, no, no, no. I, I think, yeah, we should definitely talk about the news about video games. But, Anthony, tell us a bit about yourself first. Everybody wants to know about you. All right, listen listen here. Yeah, nobody knows who you are. You're you're a shell. You're a ghost. I'm a shell of my former self. Yeah, you, you don't leave. I haven't seen you in 15 years, man. What What's up with you? I, I'm just surprised that you got a hold of me. Because <laughs> I live in the woods. I know I'm outside. It's fucking, oh, yeah. it's scary out here. We're both outside. Uh, no, I I play video games. Um, I I can play one song on guitar really well. I've been playing it for you guys before this. You can't play it well. You can't play it at all. It's no, it's pretty terrible. I'm a very I'm a talented musician. I love video games. Um, I like films. I live on YouTube pretty much. Um, Same. Yeah. But no, and I, thanks to Brandon, I pretty much play strictly Yakuza now. It's a healthy, well-balanced diet. Yeah. So, Rick, you've been playing, um, you've been playing Paladins a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been playing uh, Overwatch a lot. Is that uh, all? But... Okay, honest question. Is that all you do? Like, Dude, I come home from work. So this is my this is my jam. Come home from work, take a shower, fire up the Overwatch. I'll play for like two two hours or so, and then I'll take a break, and then I'll do something else like watch TV or watch Netflix or YouTube. But if I'm watching YouTube, I'm watching something about Overwatch. Then I go. Then I turn my computer back on, and I get back on for a little bit. Uh. And that's what I do. Sometimes I'll sprinkle in some other games, like I've been playing Nier a little bit. Um, <laughs> make me it, proud. It, yeah, it's dope. I really, really like that. I just like this mechanic when I was fighting this boss where, like, you can be hacked and you have to shoot, like, the shapes. Oh, that yeah. Was, that was so cool. I thought that was awesome. That, sh- that shit happens throughout the entire game. Yeah. Just wait, just really wait until really you're... Uh, Don't spoil it! Oh yeah. Yeah, don't tell me anything else about it, cause I 
I'm enjoying it. Um, but yeah, dude, I've been I've been knees deep in the old Overwatch. Well, okay, without spoiling it, if you like hacking, you're in for a treat. Unless it's Bioshock hacking, which sucks fucking nuts. Well, that's just, that's just what's that slime game? Like it's the pipe plumber? dream. Pipe dream. That's what it is. That's literally it's all Bioshock hacking pipe is. Dream. Yeah. Um. No, Nier's great. Uh huh. If you if you're like me and probably Brandon, when you beat it, you'll just fall deep into an existential crisis about what your purpose is. Yeah, I remember hearing you say uh, some shit about that, and I'm like, ooh, I can't wait. Like, one of the first things, I was in, like, a camp, and I'm doing something for, like, a weapons guy, and he's like, I don't know if this is helping my friends or if it's making them die quicker. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I'm into that. Brandon, what what have uh, you been playing? Hmm. Well, let's see. I've beat four of the five Steam games that I purchased. Holy shit! I haven't, I haven't played any of the Steam games I bought. <laughs> I'm on a roll. I'm telling you, I know how to, I know how to win the system now. Okay, so praise done. Wait, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't here for that, and I'm not gonna lie, I haven't listened to the episode. What are those games? <laughs> okay, so I beat Prey. I beat a game called Fury. I beat a game called Pyre, which is like an, it's, it's the coolest RPG I've played in a while. It's um, made by the same guys that made uh, Bastion and Transistor. Oh, and okay. Aren't they all yeah, like top downs? Nah, it's it's wild though. It's like a sports RPG. It's the hardest thing to explain. Oh, uh, okay. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's cool. So check it out if you ever get the chance. And then Hollow Knight, I haven't beat yet. And I feel like I'm totally forgetting one of the games. Ooh, Hellblade, Send You a Sacrifice, I beat as well. Oh, oh you, see, you beat I, that? I bought that one too. Yeah, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna play Octopath tomorrow. And that brings me to my first bit of news that I want to talk about. Dear God. Oh wait, hang on, hang on, Anthony. Oh my God. Hang on one second, man. You need to play the music. What's the music? I don't know what the music is. You have the music. Oh yeah, hang on. Give me a <laughs> one sec. Yes. Is that for me? That was so poor. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. This is uh we, we didn't go anywhere. <laughs> welcome back what to just wel- happened. Welcome back to Rick's Picks. Uh this is my my uh segment where I talk about my picks <laughs> was, for the week. That was so bad. <laughs> uh, so You're never getting pick, a bit again. <laughs> this is my bit. Uh my picks for the week are um, Spider-Man issue number one came out yesterday. Uh, R.I.P. Mr. Uh, Ditko. Um, X-23 issue number one came out yesterday as well. These have nothing to do with video games. Um, my <laughs> the rest. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I saw that over the weekend. Great, <laughs> great flick. I feel um, like my brain has just been hijacked. I, uh, you know, you got to get another one of my picks, Junior Mints, of course, and Coke Zero, and that's been uh, Rick's picks. Thanks. Uh, Anthony, what back to you. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Be- okay, Brandon, before you were on the call here, he was talking up his bit so much. <laughs> so you knew that was going to happen? And he literally just told us that he went to the movies and bought a comic. <laughs> 
Hey, Junior Mints, though. Junior Mints are fire, okay? Junior Mints are disgusting. <laughs> Andes are bust. You're out of Rick's Picks. You'll never be on my show again. All right. All right. Rick's Picks is over with. Rick's Picks is canceled. <laughs> uh, I get picks for Rick's Picks. It had a good run. Okay, so Ricky's Game of the Year, Octopath Traveler. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, it will be out. Comes out tomorrow? Yeah. At, at, at the time of recording? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Ricky, are you buying it? I will not be purchasing one Octopath Traveler. What? For what is any your beef system. with this game? Um, I think it looks lame, and huh. uh, I'm not a fan of the art. Uh, you know, it just doesn't look. Uh, just doesn't look like something for me. You guys can have it. More for you. I. I know Brandon's gonna buy it, right? Of course. Um, I don't know. I was hoping, because I like the art style, Ricky's just uncultured, and he thinks everything's got to look like Overwatch. <laughs> they, I, honestly, yeah. yeah. Shots fired. Um, no, I mean... <laughs> no, I agree. It's it's his shitty opinion. He can have it. It's... <laughs> that's just... well, I think it's a certain... It's for a certain crowd. Oh, 100%. Um, like, if you're it's... into old school SNES RPGs, yeah. you're probably going to like it. You want a little graphical overhaul to your old school shit? Hey, you're probably going to like it. That's my thing. Like, I was so excited about it until I heard, like, about the story. It's, they're pretty much saying, so I kind of have, like, a roundup of reviews. Um, IGN gave it a 9.3, and they're talking. Holy they, shit. Yeah, all they did was talk about, like, how beautiful the graphics are and how great and deep the combat is. Um, but the characters and their stories aren't connected and like if you're with an npc they'll only recognize you and not the whole party like they'll say you're gonna go do this alone but you have seven people in your party (laughs) and then game explain on youtube they loved all the characters and they said it's best in short sessions and i did not think that that's what this game was gonna be like there's no overarching like silver-haired bad guy like every other rpg should have (laughs) (laughs) It's um, individual stories. Yeah, little. It's it's like an anthology movie, pretty much. Yeah, there's like two schools of thought on this. Um, yeah. There's people who really like gameplay, and there's people who really like stories. Like, I mean, you know, you might be like a mix of the two, but I think this one probably goes more hand in hand with the people who are about that gameplay style. So, yeah. like, people who play Dark Souls, I mean, are they really in it for the story, or are they in it because they want to play a good hard game? You know. I'm convinced that Dark Souls just has no story. It does, but you have to read descriptions of items to understand the story. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, that's not like, for me. It's built in the lore of the yeah, uh, of stuff it's you very, find. Uh-huh. I, I am very story-based. That's why I'm such a supporter of Deadly Premonition, one of the most dog shit games I've ever played. Yeah, but then there's people who would play, like, Yakuza and be like, that game is they're utter shit because this, the combat feels wonky or it's just not as well, polished as other in other people's defense yeah it's there's a lot of stuff in that game that doesn't and shouldn't fly nowadays like invisible walls in an open world but we're not talking about yakuza right now we're talking about ricky's game of the year so <laughs> it's, it's enough exploration to keep you satisfied like game explains has a bunch of that and the combat is simple but layered and that is weird because I heard it's just straight up difficult a lot of the time. 
Like, there's a difficulty spike that's bullshit towards, like, the end, I think, someone said. Is this Don't the qu- one where you can't grind lower, um, like, lower level enemies? I don't is know. Is this that game? No. I don't know what game you're talking about. Oh, alright. Whatever. But, oh, but I do, that- I do have a fun fact about this game. All the characters' names spell out Octopath. Really? Yeah. Are you fucking trolling right now? No, I swear to God. I mean, now Ulbrich... Yeah, look up the characters' names. They spell Octopath. Oh, I thought you meant their names were like anagrams that could be rearranged into Octopath. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that'd be dope. No. So oh, the hell? <laughs> so the weirdest one, the weirdest review, not like... I mean, it, it makes sense. The whole review makes sense, but just where it's coming from kind of threw me off guard. Uh, R- I don't know if any of you guys know RPG site. But they're literally, as you can tell, a website about JRPGs, and they gave it a 7, which is the lowest score I saw. Um, and they said it's a messy story presentation. That's like the biggest weakness. Um, each character's story is structured like the same way. And like, if you play everyone's first chapter, if you play eight chapters in a row of the first story, it's pretty much the entire like the exact same thing but with a different coat of paint and a few different dialogue options like you so go to anthony a, are you gonna play it or not probably not because n- knowing nintendo it'll be down or it'll be 60 dollars until i'm in the ground okay i'll play it I but re- re- a, real quick they said it's the one of the most intriguing evolutions of the golden age rpg formula Boss battles are great. NPCs have little background stories you can learn about. It's everyone says it's good. Some people don't think it's great. I'm a dinosaur, so I will probably appreciate it the most. Yeah, you probably will. So I'll get some first impressions videos up of it. What I yeah. thought of it. So I don't know. What does everyone else have for the little news roundup? Ricky, what do you got? In- What's incredible new news? <laughs> incredible segue. Um. My news, my piece of news. If you play a song, so help me. It starts off with a little song. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my piece of news uh, has been out for a little while, but I didn't really pay attention to it um, until recently. And it kind of made me feel weird. <laughs> um, yeah. So my thing is the... Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Um, okay, this has to be older news. Well, no, well, yeah, it's it's a little bit older, but it's not going to have um, a season pass. So, you know, oh. normally you would go, you buy your game for $60, and then you can buy the season pass for another 50 or you can just buy the DLC, like the map packs, individually when they come out. A la carte. Yeah. But Black Ops 4 isn't going to have that. It's It has something they're calling the... Um, oh, what the hell are they calling it? Oh, the, the Black Ops Pass. Which Clever. you have to... <laughs> which you have to buy at launch. Like, you're not going to be able to buy it standalone. Hold so, up. Wait a minute. Yeah, so you either... You either buy just the game, or you buy the game with the Black Ops Pass um, to get all that, like, DLC content. 
Look, I'm not a genius, and I don't know how to forecast what the market is going to do when it comes to video gaming, but I can tell you that that is going to backfire terribly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I'm like, uh, this was like an all or nothing, like... Either either you're in or you're you're a fucking normie and you're not gonna play for more than a week. Like I don't know, I don't know who this is for. What happens so, if you have a used copy of the game? Yeah, I yeah I don't know. So imagine if you buy you buy the it's so it's a hundred dollars for the like the cheapest Black Ops Four like special edition with the Black Ops Pass is a hundred dollars. So say you buy that and then you're like, I don't like this, and you trade it in, you get thirty bucks and you spent a hundred. But I have a lot of fucking problems with Call of Duty, specifically this one. Dude, okay, so I was like, I'm like, man, what the fuck? This is some bullshit. But then I was thinking more about it, and I was like. The only other Call of Duty game where I actually bought map packs, like after the game, you know, had come out and the map packs had come out, was Black Ops Three. I think I put the most time into that when I was like Prestige Four or Five. Um, so I like, I love that game. I played it so much. This one, I'm like, I don't know if I. And normally I'll play the campaign. This one doesn't have a campaign, and then I'll play the multiplayer and just go from there but i i don't usually stay with it long enough um to worry about the map packs so i was like oh this doesn't really affect me but then i was thinking about it like man maybe i should just double down and lean into it and get the 100 dollar one and then really have to stick with it Mm. so i'm like i'm kind of on i'm like teetering between do i just spend the $60 or do I go all in real quick um who's making this one is it Treyarch this one is Treyarch yeah did they make the other black ops yeah okay I'm not sure well even if they did no yeah they did they did if they they did or didn't it doesn't really matter why do you take the most story heavy like not spinoff but you know what i mean like the most story heavy series of call of duty games where it's like you're like they went so deep as into like mental illness in one of the other games didn't they yeah the the in black ops i think two it was like um that mason character and they were like you know torturing him and stuff and yeah 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 that was the first one so why do, why do they take this why do they take Black Ops specifically and completely axe the campaign? I think like, most but, people like Black Ops multiplayer. Well, even but, then, yeah. they could have taken the mechanics and the formula of multiplayer and just branded it as themselves and just or as its own game and been like we took our like Black Ops formula multiplayer and integrated it into this and we have Battle Royale like I think that's what they're trying to do with this one because this one's got like zombies, which is huge for everyone. Yeah, but they shouldn't they shouldn't have Black Ops attached to it because that's such a story heavy series. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. So there was like a lot of speculation that they had made a 
um, campaign, but it just wasn't going to be ready in time, so they scrapped it. Um, and how much you want to bet next year they'll be like DLC, the story mode. It's yeah. probably a, it's probably an upsell method. I mean, if you had to pick one of the the Call of Duty franchises and you had to say which one's going to net us the most money, so I would I would say Modern the, Warfare. Am I wrong well, I mean, in that? That's that's gone. That's long gone though. Well, they I mean they'll do anything. <laughs> so I don't think I don't think that this thing is going to stay that way. If that's how it truly is, I haven't done any research on it, so I don't know. But I, I would think that what's going to happen is this digital deluxe edition is going to have it for a discounted rate. And then if you want to pick up the Black Ops Pass standalone, it's probably going to be like $70 or something. That would be wild. Uh, yeah, as of right now, it doesn't look like you'll be able to buy it standalone, but I'm sure if a lot of people are like, fuck that, I'm not going to spend the $100 on this game, like they'll be kind of forced to do a standalone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I I just think it's such a shitty thing. Like, they're... Do they not have the confidence? Or are they just like... Or is it that much of a cash grab for them? That they know that this will sell, so they're like, fuck a story, put Battle Royale in it, ship it. Well, I think everything's going to be like that. It's going to be like Pokemon. You know, fuck it, we're putting Battle Royale in Pokemon. That, I think might the, be, that might be sick. I think <laughs> for this one, for Black Ops 4, the Battle Royale thing, like, this game's been in development for three years. All these, you know, uh, studios are in a three-year cycle. So Battle Royale wasn't cool three years ago. Like, that's a very, very new thing. And I think it's a good, I think it's a good evolution for gaming. I think it's something that's interesting. It's changing up multiplayer. Um, it's getting a lot of heat because of how popular it is. And that everybody wants to include it, but I don't necessarily think it's going to kill traditional multiplayer either. Like if Halo, for instance, comes out, Halo's going to have your traditional 4v4, 5v5, and it'll probably have a Battle Royale mode. So who cares if there's one more interesting mode to a game, you know? Yeah, I, that, I agree with that. Uh, it's just a mode. It's not the game. Like Fortnite, Battle Royale, that's the whole game. Like that's why people play it. Like, yeah this call of duty is going to have a, a battle royale esque mode. Um, but that's just one of three, like other things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. I don't, I, I don't know. I might, I might lean into it. I might weigh it out. Cause I'm, I gotta, I gotta plan out my fall, uh, game schedule. <laughs> I have mine planned out and me and Ricky are going to make a video eventually. Yeah, we're going to have a, a hot a, debate. Not a video, a podcast. Not not even a debate. It's like just me defending myself for, <laughs> for no, no reason. reason. <laughs> I'm not being attacked by anyone. It's uh, it's it's about um, me buying another... Me buying a certain game over another game that I feel like PlayStation owners will just like burn me at the stake. But we'll get to that someday. <laughs> um... You might be overreacting. Yeah, so, Brandon, give us the news. What do you got for us? Where are the tabloids? The tabloids? Call me J. Jonah Jameson. News that I thought was cool um, pertains to Devil May Cry. There hasn't been a ton of information on it yet, Devil May Cry 5. But uh, I was doing a little bit of research, and there seemed to have been a leak 
at Capcom of information about the game. So, um, supposedly, in addition to Nero, who we all saw in the trailer at E3, and Dante, who we assume is going to be playable in the game, there's going to be a third playable character. And if you actually look at like the Devil May Cry 5 official wallpaper, there it's is DM, a third... It's thir- 2013 DMC. No, 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 no. Not that one. It's not that guy. He's gone. Rest assured, <laughs> he's gone. It's a new guy, and you can look on the, the wallpaper. He's the dude on the far right. Now, there's speculation who this guy is, so this I'm going to put a spoiler alert right here for those who haven't played the games. You guys, unfortunately, are going to be subjected to this against your will. So Turn it off if you don't want spoilers. Yeah, turn but, it off. But like, or turn the volume down. Don't, yeah, don't we'll, click we'll, off. I'll put markers on this one so people can fast forward. If we need the to. views. Don't, don't leave. Yeah. So, um, for those who don't know, Nero... Uh, we found out that he's actually the son of Virgil, who's Dante's brother, right? Which makes Dante his uncle. Ah, okay. So this this new guy is supposedly going to be the son of Dante, and what people would think, like, okay, Dante and Trish, who's the um, blonde female character in the original game, well, they're saying it's not her. They're saying it's Dante and Lady's son. And he's going to have entirely different gameplay mechanics, so instead of being like a hack and slash kind of character, he's going to be able to actually uh, have a more like spell casting role and be able to summon demons from within demons to have them like explode or something. I don't know how much, like how authentic this is. It could be complete, completely fabricated, but I would like to believe that there's some uh, credibility to it given that there is a third character on the, the actual wallpaper there. So... Uh, this guy's name is, I'm going to probably butcher it, but they're saying his name is Vital, or it's V-I-T-A-L-E. Anyone want to take a stab at that? I have no idea. Vital. Uh, Vital or Vitale? Yeah. Well, they're calling him V, so they're saying that he's Dante's son, and he's going to be pivotal in the whole entire game. Um, I'm assuming when Nero Boy gets his arm ripped off, it's by Virgil. And Virgil's actually doing it to get his sword back, which is somehow stored in Nero's arm. I don't know. There's probably a reason behind it all, but they're saying that there's actually like 31 chapters in this game, so it's going to be pretty big. Holy shit. Yeah, and they're going to be split up between the three characters. They say they're going to play as Nero first, then Dante, and then V. Um, that's kind of how Devil May Cry 4 was. He played as Nero for the first half, and then he played as Dante for the second half. So, So, so all this sounds sick. But I've never played a Devil May Cry, um, and I obviously 100% won't be able to hop right into this. It's Probably not, not stand. I mean, it's kind of a game that's rooted in its own history, so it's like a, it's like a Metal Gear. It'd be I think it would be complicated to understand the story at full capacity if you didn't play the originals. Yeah, I want to play them because they're all they're all out on PS4, right? Remake or remasters. Yeah, but they're quite antiquated. I mean, they don't control um, the greatest. The cameras. Yeah, they're they're dated of... games. Yeah, but I I I got the HD collection. And I I find it you know maybe for nostalgia purposes to be quite entertaining. Yeah. Um, Devil May Cry Four, you'll have no problem playing, at all. Was that a PS3 game? Uh, that one is 
X, it was originally an Xbox 360 exclusive, and now it's on PC as well. I don't know if it ever came to PC. No, it did come to PS3. Yeah, Devil May Cry 4 did come to P- uh, PS3. I mean, I've always had interest in it. Like, I I remember being at, like, at your parents' house a while ago. Which one? Is it DMC? Or DMC, they're going to fucking kill me. Is Devil May Cry 3 the one where he's, like, eating the pizza in the opening scene? Yeah, he's eating the pizza in his office, and then Arkham comes in and says that he has an invitation from his brother Virgil, and next thing you know, there's some crazy fucking batshit fight that's happening. Yeah, Dante's cool. He's I like his character a lot, and I remember you can like kick your motorcycle into the air or some shit. That was in a cutscene, yeah. Uh, yeah, the cutscene, okay, and his guns are called like Ebony and Ivory. I love that shit. You know, I will defend DMC, too, because I thought DMC was good. Now, was it like traditional Devil May Cry? No, and that pissed a lot of people off because like how do you feel? How do you feel about that one troll cutscene where he puts where the thing flies on his head? I I mean, and he says not in a million years. I think it's funny. I don't know. I didn't have a big problem with it because Ninja Theory made a really good fucking game. Yeah. If you Rick- look at the scores on that game. Most of them are like nine to nine point five. So well, Ninja, Ninja Theory are an amazing developer. I don't think the game's bad at all. I loved it. I don't think I'd have a problem if they continued it. But I'm really happy that they went back to a story that's been missing for ten years. So did you know? And this was quickly announced at E3. Ninja Theory is now a Microsoft-owned, like Microsoft-partnered developer. Yep. Weird, because yep. Hellblade is a was a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, and then it went over, I think. Well, it's on it, PC. It did so. go over. Microsoft probably flashed those dollars. Them dollars. Hey, that's good for Microsoft. That's a big move because Ninja Theory is an excellent development studio. Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm PlayStation and Nintendo first. Like, I will not deny that I shit-talked the life out of Xbox One. I even had one, and like, Sunset's one of my favorite games of like the past few years. But I was like, wow, Xbox One fucking sucks. And I'm so happy that I'm wrong now. Like my in, the Xbox next, One, in the next few years, I'm I'm so happy for Xbox fans. Yeah, my Xbox One is a glorified 4K Blu-ray player. Exactly. And, well, that's not because it's not a good system or they don't have good exclusives. It's because they did this thing where they're um, uploading or releasing all their games on PC as well. So those of us who have a really good PC feel no need to play these games on our Xbox. Unless you have an yeah. X, which I don't. Yeah. Ricky, um, you have an X, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Ricky from uh, Twitter.com. Yeah, I have the Xbox One X. <laughs> um, Ricky from Twitter.com. <laughs> and I, I hear. I, and I, I, I know. <laughs> and they stop trying to talk over me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I just want to jump in here and talk over everybody. Yeah, just uh, let me <laughs> let me speak my mind for a second. Um, yes, I have the Xbox One X. Um. Yes, I have the Elite controller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's, love Xbox. It's a shame you suck at video games. I absolutely suck at video games, but I am with Brandon at um, my Xbox is a glorified 4K Blu-ray player. It's sad, um, isn't it? But yeah, you have, it sucks. You guys have a shit ton to look forward to. I know you've been like on X, on Team Xbox for a while until Sony was like, not anymore you're not dude yeah so i man i had i just like halo brought me to xbox and then god of war brought me to ps4 yeah um 
But I had a question for Brandon about Devil May Cry. As someone who has played maybe 20 seconds of the game, um, <laughs> could I watch a YouTube like recap video and then jump into the new one? Or Ooh, yeah, I do. Oh that yeah, absolutely. A lot. Like honestly. With any series, if it was a series like Metal Gear where you, you really got to know your shit, I'd say, okay, yeah, you should probably play it and you get into it. You get all the codec conversations. But Devil May Cry there, the cutscenes are actually quite entertaining and it lets you skip the gameplay. So, yeah, you could. I mean, I wouldn't see any problem with that. But the games are known for their their combat and it's really well done. It's like the pre-Bayonetta. Like Bayonetta took what Devil May Cry did and kind of mastered it. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so if you like good combat, and the end of Devil May Cry 3 is like one of my favorite boss battles in history. It has that kind of same feeling of like the snakes fighting each other. It's Dante and Virgil, and it's just like an epic fucking thing. So I I, I would recommend starting it, you know, 3, 4, 5. If you you have to play a game, 3, 4, 5. Okay, okay. And 2 is like, 2 is the red-headed stepchild, right? Oh, it's a black sheep. Nobody nobody talks well about 2. At all. Wow. Okay. I didn't so, think it started off as a Devil May Cry game. I think it started off as another game. They're like, hey, just slap oh, Devil May Cry on it. Yeah. Oh. Um, I know that you wanted to do, like, we each have, like, two and we'll, like, switch on and off, but I'm saving mine for last. Okay. Because it's so, cause it's so fucking cool. No, don't you guys, do you guys have more? Oh, you want to save yours for last? I mean, I my other one was Yakuza. Ricky, what's yours? My other one was uh, Overwatch League. Okay, let's hear Ricky's. People like Overwatch. I like Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, I'm just um, bad at it. Yeah, my other piece of uh, news is the Overwatch uh, Finals started last night. Um, the Philadelphia Fusion played my team, Boston Uprising, um, and they beat them, <laughs> which is some bullshit. Uh, and then... The London Spitfire played Los Angeles Gladiators, and the Gladiators won. Um, so what does that all mean? So they play three matches in total, and then um, the third one is, like, only played if necessary. So, like, Philadelphia beat Boston last night 3-1 to one out of five maps. The next time they play is on Friday. Um, and then London beat, or no, Los Angeles beat London 3 nothing out of five maps, and the next time they play is Saturday. Um, this, so is, the winner, this is going to make me sick. What's the prize money? Oh, dude, this is it's amazing. It's a mill, isn't it? Yeah, number, yeah, the, the grand, the world champion will win $1 million. The runner-up, so second place, wins 400000 Third is a hundred thousand. Fourth is a hundred thousand. Fifth fifty, and sixth is fifty. But I heard a while ago, before the end of season or er, stage five, the New York Excelsior, which is like the number one team, they're fucking amazing. Uh, they are. Wow, oh my God, how much money did they make? They made like. Six hundred thousand dollars or something out of like because they win so much like. Even if insane. you lose, like even if the guys who win fifty k, even if you lose, you're fucking rich. Yeah, they make up. They make a lot of money. 
Yeah, but they spend a lot of time, too. I mean, their whole day is consisted of playing Overwatch. So yeah. there's a lot banking on the win. I mean, obviously, they got sponsorships and whatnot. But I have a question for you, Ricky. Yeah, what's up? Okay, here's my question for you. So you know how, like, League, if League has a gamer like Faker, who's, like, their go-to pinnacle, you know, top player, who is the top player for Overwatch, if you were to pick one? Like, my favorite player? Or, like, who's the like the statistically guy. speaking who's the best who um i it's hard because everyone is so specialized in like what they play so like pine of the new york excelsior he plays uh, a Widowmaker a lot and he's like fucking unbelievable like it, it doesn't make sense to me this other dude um jay jonak he plays the zenyatta and he's super fucking good at it it's it, the shit they do in the like while they're playing each other is unbelievable. Like I don't know how their hands or like how their aim is so perfect. Um, it's muscle memory. Like they've dude, conditioned themselves to aim exactly what they want to aim at because they have played with repetition so much. It's like an extension of their arm. Yeah, I was that good in arms. Yeah, you're the world's only pro arms player, if I remember correctly. Yep, that's me. <laughs> what happened to that game? I, I, don't, I traded it in because I thought it was like... Whoa, hold up. You were the world pro at ARMS, and you traded it in. I mean, I don't see we're, fucking John Cena going yeah, to the sometimes WWE. Yeah, you gotta hang you know, it up. World's first professional ARMS player. No, yeah, fuck the, that. This is, this is a comeback story in the making. I was the best. Run, down in his luck podcast, guy. <laughs> Can we please get a, a movie movie rights for this? I want to want to. My my child needs an operation, and I see a billboard for an arms tournament. That is the prize money is exactly how much I need <laughs> to the to the cent to the decimal. Wait, my and, my sister needs eye surgery, and I have to be okay. Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> Damn it! Serenity, Seren- time wizard. Uh, that shit. The time wizard. <laughs> is that your? Is that Joey? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. I don't know if you remember this plotline in Yu-Gi-Oh. She needs. She's like going blind, and she needs an eye operation. But he talks about it as if she's dying. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, hold up, hold up. As a is an almost certified blind person. That's just terrifying. Let me tell you what's the worst thing that could possibly happen to me. <laughs> oh God, here we go. Okay. I wake up in the morning, about to go to work. I'm 15 minutes early, about to head into work. I lose my glasses. They fall down the crack between my bed and the wall. Oh, shit. Fucking oblivion, dude. We're done, okay? I call into work. I have to secure my cat in the bathroom because I could walk into a sharp object, die, and then he's going to see me dead. I'm serious, man. It's not a joke, okay? So this eye surgery thing... Serenity. <laughs> she needs she needs her eyes back with the time wizard. I feel like we're on a tangent here. Yeah, yeah let's, let's talk about Yakuza. Huh, okay. Okay. Fucking Yakuza. Love did everybody watch the story trailer of Yakuza Kiwami 2? I did. Are you no. excited? Is, is anybody as excited as I am? Anthony, um, you gotta be more excited because you never played 2. No, I'm really excited. I completely skipped two and I went to three, so I get to learn who Daigo is. I get to learn... Ryuji uh, Goda. 
everyone says he's the best villain just because he's another dragon. You get to see, and he looks oh, good. Oh, he's that guy, Dragon of the West? Kansai, Kansai, Dragon of Kansai. Dragon of Kansai versus Dragon of Dojima. Yeah. Um, and and there's, this... there's a self-contained Majima story, and that's that's enough for me to pay full price. Which is badass. Like, I've played the demo for that, and his fighting style is absurd. Well, I just fought him as Saijima, and that fight was great. Yeah. He's a prick. He is a prick. Wait till 5. His fight in 5 is the most bonkers shit ever. Oh, you just told me that uh, he doesn't die in 4, so God good. damn it! Oh. Yeah. Spoiler alert! I was, alert. Literally, I was Spoiler. literally, I didn't want to play the rest of the game because I thought Majima was going to die when Saijima found him. Ah, fucker. Okay, okay, okay. Ignore that. Uh, MIB plan just flashed you. Your memory's gone. Okay. Okay, so, if you haven't played the Dragon Engine yet, are you going to play 6 first? I see, I don't know. Okay, yes. so, I'm, listen, I'm trying to play, I'm trying to beat 5 before Kiwami 2 comes out, but I want to play Kiwami 2 so bad, I think I'm going to play that no. before 6. Why? Just play, just play 6. Just play 6. 6 is fantastic. Trust me. Because I already have, uh... Excuse me, Kiwami 2 pre-ordered. I don't care if you have a pre-ordered. I will take my game and I will mail it to you. And I will steal it from him. And I've done this. <laughs> you know yeah, I'll you do did it. it. You did it with Yakuza 3. I'll even send you one of the glasses I got. We can if have you a, send me one of the glasses, I'll play 6. We could have a drink of grape juice in that glass. What do you think? Um, Sparkling grape juice. Yeah, can I have one of those? No. Wait, Brandon, did you send him an eye patch? I haven't sent it yet, no. Oh, you know, just, you know when just I play, keep it. No. You know when I play Kiwami 2, I'm going to be wearing that eye patch the entire time. <laughs> I tried walking around E3 with that eye patch on. It was a jarring experience. Um, no, Yakuza series so far is... It very, very quickly rose to like my third or fourth favorite video game series I've ever played. And I'm not even done with it. Yeah, I just remember the amount of hesitation you gave me when I tried yeah, to get I know. you to play. You fucking dickhead. Yeah, well, I don't know. I was, I think it was because I kept trying to go back to it, and something else would come out, and I was like, oh, whatever. But then once I got past like a certain point in Yakuza Zero, it was like I physically could not stop. It's drugs. So if you had to give any advice to the people who are playing the game, would you say play in the order of zero, and then one, two, three, four, five, six? It could, it could be, it could go either way because if you play with one, um. You learn about. Wait, do we have to put a spoiler alert on this? Um, yeah, don't don't say any spoilers about what you learned. No, like, maybe what gonna... maybe your opinion of how you should play. No, you can I'm say not, spoiler I, alert because I and played we'll zero play, yeah. first. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything at all. So in one, because it says it right on the back, you learn about this dude Nishi, and Nishiki. you know that you know that he's Kiryu's blood brother or oath brother, Nani? and 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 all this shit. So like. Yeah, you could play Zero first, but like in hindsight, Nish learning about Nishki's past after the fact wouldn't be like, as impactful. It, I think it kind of would be because like you you already have this preconceived notion of him, and then you play Zero, and you're like, holy shit! See, I didn't play that order, so I don't know. Yeah, I didn't either. I played zero first, remember? Yeah. Okay, but let's but, bring it back around. So Kiwami 2. Okay. Combat. 
excellent because in six they took away weapons weapons you couldn't have in your inventory anymore they brought that back in the demo which i'd recommend for you to go play because it's out there you actually give you like 10 or 11 weapons 11 just because (laughs) it's the most absurd shit i love this game and i remember when i was at e3 playing the demo the first thing i did i was like you know what going right to karaoke i have to that's literally the first thing i did it's necessary. It's like you have to do it. You have to. Yeah. So, so Ricky, you've played zero. I played zero. And you loved it, right? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I remember you telling me how mad you were that I was right. That what? That I was correct in saying how good it was. Oh no! Yeah, you hit it right on. You hit the nail right on the head. And it was like, shut up. This and, no. You... Listen, I'm just about to give you credit. Shut up. And that's exactly how I was when Brandon told me. I was like, fuck, this is great. Brandon sucks. Yeah, because you were like, oh, dude, you're going to love this game and try up your alley. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Probably not. You don't know what I like. And fucking sure as shit. I loved it. I, I could not stop playing it once I started. Um, and I started immediately after that. I wasn't even done with it yet. And I went and bought Kiwami. And then I finished Zero. And then I started playing Kiwami like immediately. But I was like, man, I gotta take a break for a second, and then I, I fell into an Overwatch K hole. Uh, so I've been, me- I've been meaning to go back, but I just haven't been there yet. Oh, okay, Anthony, tough question. I can, I can't. I don't know if I can ask Ricky this one yet, but Yakuza Zero versus Near Automata. Uh, you can't really compare them. Not comparing. I'm just asking, which one would you pick if you had to play another one? If I had to play it over. Like if you if you had to pick which one was more superior, um, oh, fuck. Uh, the only reason we ask this too, by the way, is these are the two games that took me the most amount of effort to convince him to play. Uh, well, okay, here it is. So, Yakuza Zero, it introduced me to one of my favorite characters, literally in video games. Mr. Uh, um, uh, that one Majima. guy who dances in his underwear. Yeah, yeah, him. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Libido, I think is his name. Yeah, Mr. Libido. Yeah, and actually, uh, it's Mr. Shakedown. No, but no, Mr. Shakedown's a big guy. <laughs> He's a dick. <laughs> no, so I mean, Majima is one of the best characters I've ever seen in the video game, just because he was fucking wild. But the ending of Near, it didn't like. So everyone told me how insane the ending of Nier Automata was, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to set my expectations high. And when it happened, I was like, this isn't what I was expecting. And then I find myself just fucking thinking about it constantly. I'll, I'll still think about it. Oh, yeah. Like, you but, have to beat the game. The same thing I tell everybody else. I'm like, if they beat the game, they're like, ah, it's all right. I'm like, you know what? Give it a day. Call me back. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. And, like... It's so cool seeing um, the after effects of like stuff that happened in Zero just bleed into the rest of the series. So I think just for that reason, like I'd probably pick Yakuza Zero over Near just because it opened the doors to this fucking incredible series that I didn't know about. And with and with Near, like okay, I could play the old Near. Or I could play Drakengard, but it's not the same. Yeah, there's much more. There's more of a universe building in 
um, Yakuza. And it's just so fucking weird. Yeah, I'm literally getting, literally getting my like ass kicked by a clan patriarch, and then with like within that, I'm in a fucking Japanese music video for karaoke with not a care in the world. Yep. Wait till you play the urinal game from Yakuza Kiwami too. Just wait. Oh my God. I'm not even gonna spoil it. You just you know you play it. Let me know what you think. Kiwami 2 is probably the game I will put most time into. Yeah. Like or I'm, 6. 6 is good. I'm half tempted to try to 100% either 6 or Kiwami 2. I've never done that in a game before. I think 6 has like the most like um, epic moments in any Yakuza game. And they're like hair-raising moments. It's just yeah. so badass. See, here's the thing that makes me think I should do Yakuza Kwame 2 before I play 6 I don't know if my heart will be able to take I don't know what happens to Kiryu don't say anything but it's his final game one way or another and then I have to go back and fucking relive those memories of Kiryu Mm-hmm. I'm not saying nothing. Oh yeah, that's gonna be tough. I didn't think about that. And I know you. And I know you said, "Oh, you're gonna go from the the most technologically advanced Yakuza game yet to like a lesser one," but it's the same engine. Yeah, but you won't notice the shortcomings. Yeah, so I'm thinking I might just do Kiwami Two first, and then when I'm in Washington with separation anxiety, I'll I'll be with my best friend Kiryu. Okay, let me just ask Love you. Love them. Are you afraid to cry in front of your girlfriend? Huh? Are you afraid to cry in front of your girlfriend? <laughs> you won't do it. No, because I cried at dog videos around her, and I cried. She was in the room, and I teared up um, with Saijima's scene. In the uh, arena? In the arena. That was a really fucking hard scene to watch. Yeah, and everything Saijima's terrible at first. I'm telling you, he's a good character. Um, like, that shook me to my core. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Um, oh boy. Oh yeah, boy. I cry up every time I watch videos of kittens meowing, and every time I see like vets coming back home to see their like children at graduation. It's fucking, I'm done. Oh yeah, done. those are those are fucking dead. But the only time a tear has rolled down my face, there's been three times in video games. One has it ten. <laughs> no, not ten because I didn't play ten. One, um, the end of Crisis Core. Holy shit. That one got. That one got me. Two, um, I think it was, uh, might have been Metal Gear Solid. It might have been one of the Metal Gear Solids. But, and then, um, a scene in Yakuza 3 that I'm not going to say anything, but holy shit. They drove okay. that, they drove that home. That was a Wait, good scene. What about, what about the end of Final Fantasy 15? Oh, yeah, okay, that, that was the other one I was thinking. Ah, that fucking okay. wrecked me. <laughs> that my, was my list goes like this. Okay, Final Fantasy X, every time. The ending of Final Fantasy X, I don't care if I watch that 15 years from now. I will do the same thing. I'll tear up. But the game that made me, like, literally, like, oh, my God, was Ori in the <laughs> Blind Forest. Hawk. Oh, Dude, yeah, I heard that's really emotional. Oh, my, I invited Lindsay over to play it. Within the first five minutes, she was crying. <laughs> Holy shit. It's rough, the, man. The end of Final Fantasy 15, I can't listen to that song. See, yeah, I, I know that. That I song fucked like, me up. I got a little sad, but I didn't tear up for 15. I don't know. You're oh, hanging man. out with these dudes. I'm, we can't oh, say don't spo- tell me. Don't spoiler. Don't I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. So, 
that's that's a good uh, a good segue into um, some news. Oh yeah, Anthony's I, news. We can close it out with this because this is gonna bring the house down. But does this involve me crying? You, um, you monster. <laughs> probably from happiness. Okay. Oh, okay, good. Brandon, do you know what the term sick parvis magna comes from? Nathaniel Drake. Have you heard anything about this? About Uncharted? Yeah. No. So, um... Oh, is it about the luck thing? No, so there's a movie coming out. You know that, right? Okay. Tom Uncharted Holl- movie? Tom, yeah, Uncharted. Tom Holland is playing young Drake. What? Um, that's yeah. dope. So that that's old news. That's not this. Um, some, uh, some actor posted a picture of Drake on their Instagram with sick Parvis Magna and seven sixteen eighteen. Um, oddly enough, he also shares the name Nathan. Fillion? Nathan Fillion is posting Uncharted stuff. Dude, if they pick Nathan Fillion, that is the perfect casting. I don't care. Because at first their initial reaction was like, no, Nathan Fillion is too old. But in four, I think it's age appropriate. Yeah. So, and then, so he posted that, um, one day ago. It's a picture of the rapper Drake, Sick Parvis Magna, 7, 16, 18. And then seven hours ago, he posted a map, a compass, a magnifying glass, and some notes with 7, 16, 18. So I think in a few days, we might learn something. And a fan favorite fan cast is seemingly gonna be Nathan Drake. Big question, is this movie gonna break the trend of movie video games sucking? I thought Tomb Raider did it. Who's the director? Yeah, Tomb Raider was dope. Uh, Tomb Raider was still kind of like a B-film. Nobody yeah, said it, yeah, was like, it was it was like an action movie more than a video game movie. I I loved Tomb Raider. But um I covered all I wanted to cover. Does anyone else have anything to talk about? No, there's no more new news unless we were creating fake news and we all like that. But that's fucking bullshit. Oh, that's that's a ongoing trend, but that can be in another podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us, y'all. Yo, uh, so hey, but we are officially on iTunes now. Oh, yeah. We should probably say stuff. We like have that, an opportunity, or you guys have an opportunity to subscribe because we're going to bring you uh, amazing game content, and we'll try to get the best stuff that we can. Amazing um, is a loose term. So Amazing is... Entertaining news Subjective. Content. It's a subjective term. Subjective, yeah. So it could just... It, it will definitely be something, but it might not be good or bad. But it will be something. <laughs> it will be. Yeah, I like that. It will be something. It's It's been fun. It's going to be even more fun later on. We got some interesting or funny or just straight up dumbass topics. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Brandon from sunny L.A., send us off. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a sweet, sweet night, and I'll be thinking about you all as I sleep. Okay, bye. Love you.